Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to be discussing, are you representing your system well? Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. So some of you will remember, like a million years ago, I did an episode about how not to annoy your pageant director. And we talked about the number one complaint that I hear from pageant directors, which is that ladies do not read their paperwork. Um, And they will phone and ask questions that are in the paperwork. And then they will phone and ask the same question that was in the paperwork. Um, And today we're going to basically look at the second (laughs) biggest complaint that I hear from directors. And obviously I, I try and speak to lots of different pageant directors. I try to get lots of feedback about um, do they think we're giving good content in the podcast and with pageant land? How can we can support them more? How can we support their queens more, their finest more, etc. etc. Um, but one of the things that I hear that is increasingly frustrating them, um, particularly because a lot of uh, pageant ladies are also trying to achieve good followings on social media um, and are maybe trying to be influencers and things like that. Um, is that they're not representing the system very well on social media. Um, And this is often in line with things like alcohol, uh, swearing, uh, homophobic comments, racist comments, things like that. Like like from bigger to smaller things. Um, It's not always like mega big things. And it's often things that aren't necessarily in line with the pageant's ethos. And it's not just a queen thing it's also a finalist thing if you are doing something in your sash you are representing your system and I think we need to be aware of that like we don't want to limit ourselves or stifle ourselves or anything we want to still be ourselves but you need to be aware that you are representing a system you are representing a brand in some cases you are representing a business like they need they need other finalists to want to join um otherwise the system collapses like this system needs a lot of the systems are partly financed by the directors and the majority of systems don't make money they are financed partly financed by the directors but they still need some income from finalists to be able to function um and I bet most of those directors would very like all their like costs to be covered by like finalists signing up and things like that and sponsors and what have you. Um, if you are representing the system badly, you are going to be basically doing damage to the system. Um, and some of the common ones I see are like people will even put their sash on for a night out where they're clearly going to get drunk and rowdy or if their social media is like very heavy around based around their pageantry but then in their insta stories they're on a drunken night out they're behaving in a like appropriately like for because it's up to you to decide what you deem as appropriate behavior for yourself like that's you do you but when you are a, a title holder or a finalist you as far as i'm concerned and as far as most directors are concerned um 
you need to be like that little bit more careful, that little bit more understanding. And if you if you don't want to have any constraints about what you can post, then I kind of feel like you need to not necessarily question where you compete, but um, whether you compete, but maybe where you compete. If you are in a very conservative pageant, um, they're not going to want to see you wasted on Instagram. Uh, they're not going to want to see you wasted on Facebook and they are seeing it. Um, a lot of people, um, when we spoke to, oh, it's like a couple of months ago, we did an Instagram live uh, with Sharon Gafka and we were discussing um, with her about social media and whether it should be judged and things like that. And we spoke to, well, Felicia, who hosted that interview, she spoke to a number of judges and believe every single one, if not vast majority, I'm pretty sure it was every single one, said they look at social media, even though it hasn't got a specific judging score to it, they will have looked at social medias. Um, so you've got to be aware of that anyway. Um, but if you've won a national title and you're going to an international, what is the ethos of the international pageant? Is that even more conservative? If your international is in America, for example, I know pageants that have the internationals in America, you're not allowed to post any picture that has alcohol in it if you are under 21. Because even though here in the UK it's 18 and over, in America it's 21 and over. Um, and you need to be aware of that. And also, if your pageant maybe has younger age categories, you've got sister queens, you've got the finalists of the younger categories that are also going to be looking up to you um, and seeing you as a role model. And we are going to be doing a future episode specifically around the term role model. Um, the other thing, so I've touched on alcohol Um Smoking would be another one. Again, it's got age restrictions. Um, it's as someone that works in the health and fitness industry, please stop smoking, just as a personal request, please. Um, but also it's not the way most pageants don't want to portray an image of a queen with a fag hanging out of the mouth, basically. It's rightly or wrongly, you can debate that. Um, but it's hugely detrimental to your health. So personally, I don't like it. And I say that as someone who used to smoke, I'll be completely honest, um, in my in my teens, um, and even moments in my early 20s, um, I was crazy enough to do that. Um, but I know better now. Um, and I feel like most of the world should know better now. I feel like we, I should have known that in my teens and early 20s, if I'm not honest. But hey ho, not perfect. Human. Um, but again, it, particularly if you've got younger generation, particularly if you're underage, um, I suppose that goes into the next one of images of you breaking the law. Um, and yes, a lot of the COVID restrictions um, were classified as laws and things like that. Um, so there have been a few too many social media trends that have involved people either excessively pushing the COVID restrictions or just downright breaking them um, that I know hasn't gone unnoticed by pageant directors. Um, so if you are following a trend, um, uh, if it's like a trendy TikTok or whatever it may be, do question um, whether it's a COVID restriction or otherwise. Like I know there was a trend a couple of years ago um, that I pointed out to a pageant girl and I said, you do realise that's, that's quite homophobic. And she's like, I didn't think it, just saw it as a trend. Um, and, and she took it, took it down. Um, but do 
do question like don't just jump on a trend for the sake of it like actually think is this ethical is this legal um does this go against like my pageants pageants ethos um we do have not many but we do have um religious based pageants or faith based pageants here in the UK as well so you might need to be a bit more careful with that um so just be just be aware that as a queen and as a finalist you are representing your system um and I have had fi- heard of finalists that have been asked not to compete and and been told they weren't going to be able to compete because they were representing the system so poorly um particularly online um the other one there would be swearing I'm not a big fan of swearing I'll be honest but particularly if you are in the younger age categories there are a lot of TikTok trends with certain music where the music's got swearing where it's got foul language where it's got um what's the word I might be saying this wrong forgive me again human gratuitous gratuitous language vulgar language sexually explicit language um and you've got a 13 year old pageant title holder um doing a tiktok dance to it just because it's trendy it doesn't mean it's okay um if in doubt speak to your director um often if you've got any queries about whether it's okay the chances are it's probably not okay but if in doubt speak to your director I think they'd much rather you ask them the question than um you put something up that was inappropriate and like I said I'm not sitting here judging what is and isn't appropriate for you as a person and what I am saying is that a lot of directors and judges have said to me that they see things that they deem to be inappropriate. And that's what you've got to be aware of. I think some people just seem to forget that people see their social media. I, like that's, That for me, I think, is the sad truth of it. I think some people genuinely forget that people see their social media. Um, so just when you're creating content, um, just sort of check, is this suitable and is this in line? Um, and I know I'm, we're not big in the UK on decrowning girls um but say you compete in one system and the director has a bad experience um chances are someone's gonna know about it and it may impact like your future pageant career and it's just it's just not very nice could it impact you at internationals rightly or wrongly like I feel like I'm having to say that a lot in this episode rightly or wrongly and I am just raising awareness about the fact that this is a conversation that happens with a number of directors, with not just their queens, but their finalists. Um, I'm still aware even now as a finalist for Yemi that I'm a representative of Yemi. Um, And if I wasn't sure about something that I was going to do and if it was going to look badly upon Yemi, I would still... And I'm not someone to turn turn myself down. Um, I... I've been authentically myself for a long time, but I would often turn my volume down slightly. Um, and it's definitely been one of my big learnings through lockdown is you can't please everyone anyway. So and turning myself down was just exhausting. Um, so it's my new phrase is I no longer turn Jess down. Um, I'm like, you get Jess at full volume or not at all. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to do something that's detrimental to like my pageant and the brand and my director and... Um, I do feel comfortable going to my director and asking these questions. And I know some people don't. Um, and I know the easy answer there is if you don't feel comfortable asking your director questions, then why are you in that system? But the, the, 
that's also not realistic as well. Like it would be great if life was that way, but that's also not realistic that we automatically feel comfortable going to our director. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we're not comfortable because they're mean or grumpy or anything. It just might not be that we feel like the relationship has got to that stage that we don't haven't known them for very long, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I don't think it's necessarily if you don't feel comfortable speaking to your director, it's not necessarily a reflection that your director is a bad director or not approachable or anything. Um it's just like particularly when you're new to pageantry. When I was first I was like terrified every time I needed to phone the office and I wasn't always going to be speaking to my director. I might have been speaking to one of her team, but I was always really nervous phoning up, like being like, oh, what if I say the wrong thing? And now I'm like, sorry, poor Jayanne. She gets just, just gets Jess asking whatever question. Um, or I go to my coach um, who happens to know a lot about Yemi because she's had a lot of titles with them um, and ask her. So that's the other thing is like maybe... If you're not sure, is maybe touch base. If you're a finalist, you could touch base with one of the queens and ask them, and they will probably tell you, go speak to your director. But if you feel more comfortable going that way, then do that. Um, but I just thought it was something we really did need to be aware of. Um, and I think one of the ways to think about it is what you're depicting on social media, would you do that in front of your director at a pageant event? And if the answer's no, should you really be putting it on your social media? And I mean, one of my rules for life is don't do anything you wouldn't want on the front cover of a paper, front cover of a newspaper. Um, I have in the past, like this is um, something I've got, a rule I've grown into, let's be honest. Like there's definitely stupid things that I did as a teenager and stuff like that, but I wasn't competing. Um, I wasn't competing in pageants then. Um, maybe I'd have been happier and more content and does less stupid things had I been competing I'd like to think that I'm definitely going to be um very glad if Felicity wants to do pageants because it will keep her away from boys as far as I'm concerned keep her away from dating shall we say um anyway um I feel like I've hammered this home enough so some of the common ones um like I said alcohol smoking swearing, vulgarity, foul language, inappropriate song choices on TikToks, um, illegal or irresponsible trends on social media, um, being rude to people, bullying, uh, trying to think what else, I feel like it should go without saying, but drug use, illegal, obviously, anything illegal, basically, don't do it, full stop. Um, What other ones did we touch on? Anything ethical, racism, homophobia, all those kind of things. Um, particularly, I mean, it's been Pride Month. Um, at the time of recording this, it's Pride Month. And um, people are posting with, like, a rainbow background. But then some of their comments on people's posts, you're like, mm, that You're showing, like, one side of yourself in one post and then showing, like, your pageant side with the rainbow flag behind you. Um and if you if you want to know how to be a better ally, that was the that was our sort of theme with Pride Month. Um, is we shared a number of posts with tips that weren't from ourselves; they were from a um, they were from someone with much more knowledge on the subject than us at the team. Um, on how to be a better ally, and we shared four posts throughout the month with tips on how to be a better LGBTQ plus ally. So if you're struggling with that, do have that one. Um, do check out. We did a dig deep and debate. Um, episode 
on LGBTQ plus and inclusivity and pageants and talked about lots of that, um, bits and pieces about that. Um, and it should be out before this one, but we also did, um, at the time of recording this, we have got a racism one and pageantry episode booked in. So, um, hopefully if that's that recording for that has all gone ahead well um, then you should have both of those episodes to go back to if those are two areas you feel like you need to learn a little bit more in anyway have an amazing day hope this hopefully this has been insightful and informative and sparks a little bit of thought process um but do it's it's a very fine line between restricting who you are and just making sure that you are putting out appropriate things on social media um stay safe because also it's a dangerous place out there particularly when it comes to social media um but do be wary that you are representing your system well if you even if it's a picture that hasn't got your sash in it if you have a lot of pageant stuff on your social media it's still connected with your sash it's still connected with your title i'll see you guys soon Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.